Hi guys and welcome back once again to the Target Man podcast. Um, we are back with another episode um, after the World Cup, which you've all seen. Messi has obviously finally completed football, you might say. The goal. There you go. After having his his uh, spectacular final. Joined once again by John. Yes, sir. That's me. <laughs> 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 we we've come back after the the World Cup, uh, which was a good World Cup overall. I think we said in the last episode uh, in terms of the entertainment. Apart from England's failure, it was apart a really from, good. Apart from England's failure, and obviously Gareth is now staying on. But what we are going to talk about this time is what's different compared to last season is that we're going straight into another tour- another uh, like back into the season. So we are hitting uh, Premier League and Carabao Cup again. So I think there's what one match day on Boxing Day, of course. Mm-hmm. And Carabao Cup. Um, Carabao Cup starts t- on Friday uh, mm-hmm. from the twentieth. To be honest, there's also there's also match day on what pretty much the thirtieth to the first. Yeah, and then finally one on like the third. Second, third, fourth, fifth, as staggered as it can be. It's like yeah. a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, with some big games. So I think what we what we want to cover here, I think what would be good is how do you really think they're going to do? Because a lot of these teams, uh, I mean, who do you want to start with, John? Uh, you got to start with a team that's leading the league, you know. It's not. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's not. It's not bias, you know. You got to start with the league leaders. All right. Let's, let's go with Arsenal. Your team. How um, do you think this is gonna? How do you think the World Cup is gonna affect them? Obviously, well, they've had a few players. Yeah, we lost. We lost Jesus in the in the World Cup due to injury, so that's not great. Jesus. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not sure Saliba is gonna take the holiday because he didn't really play. But if he does take the holiday, that means we're even down on defender. We're gonna have to start holding and um, Gabriel, which isn't great. But I think Arsenal's in a decent position still. I was about to say you might want to explain the holiday a little bit because it's effectively the oh. position. Right? Yeah, so it's it's like this in with all the World Cups. To be honest, the the teams that make it to the final, they, they sometimes miss the first game or two of the season because they get an extra holiday because they had to play so long. So France made it to the final, so the Argentina. So those players would likely take a holiday, especially if they played. So then you think about who who else went there. I mean, in the World Cup, you had Martinelli. Out there, he didn't really play much either. I feel like he didn't play much. You had Xhaka, Xhaka, yeah, Xhaka's an iron man, so I think he's gonna come back the same. Yeah, I mean, Xhaka's a good good World Cup overall, to be honest. Yeah, Tomiyasu had like some injury scares after, but it's okay. We've got Ben White, Ben White's looking good now, his family issues sorted. Um, what it was. Uh, no, it's private information. Private information. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Privacy, of course. I think and Arsenal then... 
position. Say it. I think Arsenal's in a really good position, actually, still, even without Jesus. You had Party as well, who's yeah. now back as well. You're it's literally was Saliba who got to the finals. Anybody yeah. get to the quarterfinals? What was Saka? Saka, Saka, I wonder. I mean, he probably wouldn't be because he's only what 20, 21. Mm. He's he's not going to be tired out to the same extent. Yeah, I don't. I don't think even if he did make it to the final, he'd probably he'd probably be back because he's that type of player. But I think it depends. You don't want to burn him out because I think not last season, but the season four, where he's he, eighteen, he looked tired. He looked burnt yeah. out, and it, it carried into the start of last season. Yeah, I felt. Yeah, that's that that's that's fair even now sometimes yeah. he looks a bit tired. But he does, and I think that's maybe your your issue with your you know, lack of depth. So you you've yeah. got the cross window coming up and we'll probably cover that in the actual next episode. <laughs> which is yeah. gonna be a bit of a transfer special. But there are a few positions that I think you do need reinforcements. Yeah. So yeah, I think Arsenal's in a good position. And then if we look down to the second team, Man City. I mean, let's talk about your fixture, actually. It's the Christmas period. So you've yeah. got three matches. Yeah. You've got West Ham at home. It's your home. Uh, yeah. You've also got Brighton away. Mm-hmm. And, and you've got Newcastle at home. Yeah. So I think we beat West Ham, even about Jesus. You're, play, you're banking on Nketiah. Um, we don't need Nketiah to score because mm-hmm. we have Saka and Martinelli we have the midfielders who can score Odegaard to Saka I mean Nketiah just needs to be in the same position that Gabriel takes up see I'd argue that Xhaka and Party score maybe one in five mm-hmm. right and I think Martinelli Saka, fair enough, they'll, they'll get some goals. Odegaard should shoot a lot more than he does. Yeah, he's he's very conservative with his shot. He should he should shoot a lot more than he does. Yeah. You're looking at like fair enough, I can say you can beat West Ham because I think the only person who really had a solid world, you know, who played in that World Cup was Lucas okay. Paqueta. Oh. Who are you saying? I, I was going to say Agued, but he was injured for most of it. Yeah, he was also injured for that. So, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Lucas Paqueta. I mean, he got to what, the quarterfinals. Yeah, uh, danced his way through, literally. Yeah, he he was so good, I think. But Paqueta. I, yeah, he he's he's not been the same for West Ham, so I think Arsenal's okay with that. I think it's also the fact that he's trying to get used to that new team. Yeah. I think I don't know what's going wrong at West Ham. That's probably something we should we should analyze in, in some other time. But there's something just going wrong with the David Moyes at the moment. But I think mm-hmm. fair enough. You can probably beat West Ham. Then you've got Brighton away. I, th- I think we can win that one as well because Brighton are going to be about McAllister. The Zerbi isn't. He's not. He's not had a great time. So I think he's, our, not, our, he's not been awful. He, he hammered Chelsea. No, he's not been awful, but he's not been great. I think he's, he's, he's just getting time. He needs to integrate, right? Yeah. What he's trying to do is he's integrating his ideas into the squad. Yeah. 
I think, personally. McAllister is obviously not there. He's won the World Cup. He's had a phenomenal World Cup. Surely a big move is on the horizon for him. Who's going to pay the money for him? This is the main question. Do you not think he's top six quality? He's what quality? Top six. Um, I, I, I could see a team like City trying to get him, like midfield rotation. He's 23. Yeah. He he's not he's he's a baller, but I I'm, I'm not sure what teams would would want him because like he he can play anywhere along in the midfield, so that's good as well. I mean, I'd happily take him in United, but he's he's obviously now signed a contract. Except, sorry, we've now triggered Fred's contract extension this mm. season, which is fine. But yeah, it's just how they see this depth coming in. I can see him going to Chelsea. Mm, I, I could see him being, a, yeah, back with Potter as well. Because I think Conte might be moved on. I think Jorginho is now past it. I don't think he ever had it, but I think he's now past it. Yeah. And then if you look at, like, uh, who's, who's the... Ruben Loftus-Cheek is not at that level. No, no. And Conor Gallagher will play. Conor Gallagher will play. So Conor Gallagher and, you know, McAllister. Yeah, that, that could work. But you've got uh, two young players who are both around twenty two, twenty three. I'm I'm not sure McAllis is a Chelsea type of signing, but I'm I'm sure if, if Potter has full control, then yeah, it feels from. I mean, we can we can move on to City, or we can go on to to Chelsea after this. But I think there is a lot to, to analyze about Chelsea. And then your last game, you got Newcastle at home. That is that's going to be a really hard one. I th- I think Ar- Arsenal's home form has been really good this season. But your home form has been good, but I think this is the one where Newcastle. you're you're gonna miss a striker more than any. Yeah. I feel best case scenario, I think. Obviously best case scenario we win, but I think most likely best case scenario is a draw. I think a draw a draw draw is fair. I mean they've had a very good season so far, and I think yeah. If you're you're playing against two very solid centre backs, you've got two very solid full backs. I mean, for me, I still think Kieran Trippier's uh, top three English right backs, along with Kyle mm-hmm. Walker and Rhys James. In the World Cup, he wasn't he wasn't that great defensively. He, I mean, he played he played a couple of games. Walker obviously came in because Walker is the first choice, especially with his pace. No, nah, I get, but like def- defensively, he's a bit suspect, and I'm not sure. And I think like Martinelli would exploit yeah. that. Trivia. Yeah. I still see him as a pretty solid defensively. I think that was. I think Martinelli would. would, would um, put it I think the one thing that Martinelli would be able to do against him is expose pace. Mm. I think pace is, uh, is a big thing for trivia. But also, it's it's a bit hard to make like predictions now because it's, it's been a month since we've seen anyone play. Mm. Over a month. And like, yeah. teams lose momentum if they've not played for this long. And I think Newcastle were a momentum team. So we'll see. I don't think they don't, the thing that they've had or the benefit, uh, none of their players have gone really deep mm-hmm. as such. But we'll, we'll come to that. City, 
City, City have no one in the final, so I think they're going to come back full force, ready to try and win the league. See, they're you think after you think after those three games, you think Arsenal's are going to be a top of the league? We've got a five-point lead right now. I think so, just because of the five-point lead. So you think out of those three games, probably what, best case scenario, seven points? For Arsenal, yeah. I think City get all nine, so City have to, have to play against... Let's see... Leeds, I think that's a pretty easy win for the city. Leeds away, I think it's, it's a fairly simple game. Yeah. I think Everton at home is fair as well. Yeah. And then Chelsea away. Chelsea's that's, not been great. One. Chelsea away. The, th- the only thing is, Chelsea have not been great. It's also away. Mm. I feel I, like it's one of those where they have been at times a bogey team for, for City. But then City of all the times also given them an absolute clubbing. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very hard one to predict, but I, I think City win that one comfortably as well. Being the fact, I think you know you have to talk about the main man himself, Erling. Mm-hmm. Erling has he's had the whole month off. Yeah, he spent his entire time training. I think he made like a. a commercial like a joke video uh recently right well what was it the, the joke <laughs> it was basically about him not being able to uh to like train with the guys mm. so they show him like he's there he's he's cutting oh. the grass by himself he's got like a a free kick wall he's put a, a shirt on one of them called kevin it's in de bruyne then they've got him like calling Jack Grealish. It goes to his voicemail, basically just showing him alone, <laughs> um, even wearing the mas- mascot's uh, outfit. He's a he's yeah. a funny guy. He's I, a funny I, guy. I think City just take it. I think, I think he's. Are you, do you think he's going to hit the second season, second part of the season with the same? Uh, velocity that he's hit the first part. I don't know. Part of me saying yes because City they're gonna remain unchanged. They haven't. No one's been injured, and like a, a lot of those players had terrible World Cups, so they're gonna be hungry. Do you think? Do, does Grealish start in your team? In in the Man City team. Mm. No, I think Foden's better on the left. Another right, you've got Mares or even Alvarez. Alvarez won't be there for the first like few games, but he's had a phenomenal World Cup as well. Yeah, he's a, he's a brilliant player. To think they're both the same age as well. It's crazy. It's scary. Harlan and Alvarez are both twenty-two. That's that's scary. Like he's Alvarez is so good. You saw how. He looked so good on the. Uh, I think he played on the left, the final, because he was kept drifting. He kept drifting. Yeah. He was never in the center, and that seemed to create space for, for a lot of the midfielders. It's very intelligent player, both he, from the manager and him. He, he's a very good player. He's he's not he's not the quickest, but he's smart. He's very smart. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I think we've probably got th- nine points from there. I think that's that's going to be easy wins. I yeah. don't see them really going out having trouble. I think 
you know, you've got Rodri is going to come back. He's going to be hungry because he's just had a shocker with Spain. Especially he's been made to play as centre-back the entire World Cup. Yeah, that's not... Shambles. Although I, I think the hardest game City will face is Leeds. Just because Leeds are like one of those teams they play up. So if, like, versus Liverpool, they played incredible. Versus Arsenal, they played really well. And any good team, because good good teams usually take the lead quite early. So then, once leads are down, they start playing, and I think that that might trouble City. You think it's gonna? Okay, makes sense. I think I think it could be, but I think you also look at their form right at the end. They were a bit hit and miss. Yeah, leads. I think that's that's what's going to be the. Not the issue for them. Just, it's one of the identities of Leeds, right? They've always been kind of hit and miss. There's never been any consistency. What was it? Like, who did they play against? It was a London team. They were winning like 2 0. Ended up losing. It might have been Spurs even. Were they lost, sorry? They, they, I think they were beating Spurs and they ended up losing. Yep, that was the one. Yeah. Benton Co came back, they lost 4 3. Yeah, that's. So they, were, they went 1 0 up, they got conceded to 1 1, and then they went 3 1 up. Then they went 2 1 up, 2 2, then they went 3 2 up, and then they lost. They conceded lot, two goals in 10 minutes at the end to Benton Co. Yeah. Like that, <clears throat> that's, that's such a Leeds thing. Because they, they, they play okay football, I think. They do, they do. I think you know they've got a couple of difficult games, but yeah, they are they are a good team. I actually predicted them to go down before the start of the season. Mm. Combination of uh, what I thought and and wishful thinking. Do you, do you still have them going down? I think Forest a sure shot to go down. Yeah, I have a feeling that. Southampton are just not convincing enough mm. for me to say, you know, look, here's Southampton, they're going to stay up. Yeah. Uh, I think Wolves are mentioned. Mm-hmm. Wolves are bottom at the moment. But what would you think about their new manager? That, that's, the, that's the reason I'm backing them to stay up, because I think... Julian, I don't know how to pronounce his surname, Le Potigui. Le Potigui, Le Potigui. He is, he's a very decent manager. Mm, you think? I think so. I think his his record speaks for himself. You know, he's had some of the biggest, biggest jobs in European football. And, you know, he's managed Spain, he's managed... He managed Real Madrid for a season. He's done three seasons at Sevilla. Now he's here. Europe League winner with Sevilla. Sorry, say again? Europa League winner with Sevilla as well. Yeah. And then he he won the uh, Super Cup. He saw his Super Cup up like twice. He's won the Europa League and that's not easy. He he also won it with um, Luke de Jong up front. He did that season. He's 
that was the season we lost in the semi final. Yeah, and that was the season Arsenal that embarrassing game versus Olympiacos. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, I try and forget. So he's not. He's not a bad manager. He's got a pedigree. Mm, um, and he's got a style of football. See, but that's the thing. Is is the job too big for even him to try and work? I don't think they have a bad squad, though. You think? No, because, I mean, I think there are some bits that I would say they could do better. I think they could use some reinforcement. And they're, not, they're not a team without money. You know, they are owned by, by uh, a Chinese company. Oh, you know, I'll look at the squad. And you're right, their squad's actually pretty good. They've got Neves, they've got Moutinho, even though he he's getting on in age. He's, he's still, he can still put a shift in. Hillman, Nathan Collins, they got Podence, Nunez, Neto. I think... Jimenez, I think Jimenez is, is past it. And then you've obviously got the other one as well. Uh, who has a number of chants, which not necessarily I agree with, but they call him the Elephant Man. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> no, really. Diego Costa. Diego Costa. Uh, you know what? His, his suspension is, is um, cleared now. So he can't yeah. play boxing there. If you've not seen, there's a film from the 80s called The Elephant Man. Ah, which is about this guy who's just, just for him as well, as they've quoted it in the film, horribly disfigured. And if you go to any ground with Diego Costa playing, they all chant The Elephant Man. Good. I, I, I hate Diego Costa so much. Like, with all my heart, he's one of the footballers I hate. Don't mind him when he's not playing against me. Just that. I I still remember that that game against Arsenal where he got Gabriel Paulista sent off. (laughs) (sighs) He's he's, he's classic shithousery. I honestly find it hilarious. But when it's against, when it used to be against United, I used to get absolutely riled up. And then even though, you know, that squad is there, they've got Costa, Adama, I don't think he's that guy anymore. Gonzalo Guedes. Adama's ever been that guy. Guedes not been great, but first season. He's still, he's still good enough to come. Mm. So the, the idea then, he's not been good enough, but then the question is, does it lie with the players or the manager? I think the one big, for me personally, the one big th- mistake they made this season Oops. was learning out Connor Cody. Cody, yeah. Because I rate Connor Cody very highly. Maybe I'm one of a few, but I think he is a very good player. I, think, and I, I don't think, think he's, okay. he's a very good player. He's made to the England team. I think he's he's a natural leader in that team as well. Yeah, and he's defensively fairly sound. Yeah. You know, I'd rather play him than than he um, what's it called? He was like he had he done, he recorded a few like bits with the England squad. He he looked he looked like a funny guy as well, like good team presence. 
good team or Rook. Oh, he's their natural captain. So they've made Ruben Neves now captain, which is which is fair. He's also a captain. But yeah. I think Connor Cody is that guy for that team. Yeah. I think he defensively organizes them because if you look at their 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 wing backs and kind of their other centre back, sometimes they just look like they're all over the place. Yeah. So I think that's why I think I think Julien will have a look in, in January. Probably tap up his, his Spanish market and bring in a new centre back. So called Nathan Collins for Burnley last season was very good. He he was by far like their best defender. Mm. So I think um I don't think he drops Collins, but I think maybe like a Pal Torres. Someone like that. Um, I don't think they have the money for battles. I don't think they have that much. 50 million. I think they do it. If, 50, if, million if desperate. 50 million for a centre back yeah. is nothing nowadays. I mean, Man United spent 50 for Lissandro, uh, Romero was 50, Ben White oh, was Lissandro 50. Lissandro has come out as top three centre backs in this league. Yeah, Romero was fifty. Ben White was fifty. He doesn't. He plays right back now. Um, Maguire eighty. I think fifty is is a price that if you think they're worth it. Well, fifty is becoming the new thirty now. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he can get Pazores, but that makes sense. That makes sense. Wolves, Wolves, I think are going to come back. Uh, I think Bournemouth are looking a bit. Hmm? I think they could get Pazores. Maybe, but I think, I think how do you sell a Europa League player a dream of being in the relegation zone? Well, you, you what's it good when when a when a good player joins a relegation zone team, they usually have a um clause that like a release clause in their contract in case they go down. I mean, just, just playing in the Premier League, like the exposure. But he's also been linked so many times with like. Yeah, United. Yeah, he's been linked with, with a lot of big clubs, but nothing. And then United are also going to be probably looking for another centre back in the summer. I think looking for a centre back in January, even because you're going to United are going to be without Lissandro or Varane for a while. I mean, let's let's actually move on to United at this point. Yeah, uh, United have got three pretty big games. It's not big in the sense that necessarily because of name. Yeah, I mean, Nottingham Forest. They've got Wolves away. Yeah, and then they've also got uh, Bournemouth at home. Yeah. Theoretically, in my head, should that should points. be nine points. Should be. That should be nine points mm-hmm. for me. I I but agree. Then, but then the issue I have is we've obviously had a lot of players out to work up. United yep. are heavily reliant right now on a striker, Anthony Martial. Mm-hmm. Because I think the Ronaldo interview blew up in his face in a way. Mm. I'm not sure, but I mean, you might as well cover a couple of minutes on that. He did an interview with Piers Morgan, who for me is the man I hate most. Who 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 actually likes Piers Morgan? To be honest. Surprisingly, Piers Morgan's wife. And even then, if you listen to her comments about why she's she's with Piers Morgan, she was basically just like, he just kept chasing me to the point where I was just like, 
fine. Like the no one actually likes him. He's he's such a I, can't, I, I don't want to get into it, but there's there's a lot of bad words that I could say about Piers Morgan. <laughs> like you said about the referees. I, I think I might hate him more than the referees, so yeah. Even as an Arsenal fan. Top Guna. I hate him more because he's an Arsenal fan. <laughs> he's he's the most he's a one person who just flip-flops such a so much with his opinion. Yeah. I can understand um, changing your opinion, but he changes whichever way the wind blows. I remember um he called Ramsey a terrible player or whatever, and then when Ramsey left he was like I've, oh, you know, I've always backed him. You know, he was my guy. Like he I mean, goes whichever way the wind blows. You, you didn't back him, but whatever. He's uh, so he he did his interview with Ronaldo, and Ronaldo came out, obviously criticized the manager, the squad in a way, yeah, and yeah. the club and the facilities. He's disrespecting the the club. Like the the people in charge of the club, I don't think it's an issue. But you, once once you talk about the manager, you can't really stay, can you? So that it makes. Sense. I, mean, I understood his his points about the fact that young players maybe sometimes don't listen, but I I don't know with that because sometimes when I I look at them, especially like the youth team players, because there are some names that people you know who actually do stand out. I think Zidane Iqbal is somebody I've been getting excited about for a couple of years. Ganacho, everyone loves Ganacho. Ganacho, yeah. He, yeah, Ganacho loves Ronaldo. Yeah. More than yeah. he loves Messi. <laughs> but I think Ganacho loves United more than he loves Ronaldo. And so I saw this this after the World Cup as well. He's just like, he's puts like clapping emojis and heart eyes to like Messi. And then every time for Ronaldo, he keeps sending go to moats. <laughs> that's even after even after he's left the club yeah that's that's crazy because Messi's just like so far because he's Argentinian as well <laughs> Messi's so far clear of Ronaldo I don't not gonna get I'm not gonna get into that debate but yeah, yeah. but he's also Argentinian <laughs> it's, it's which very, is what makes it even more mad very very goofy but he's um, you know he he looks like he's listening, and it, and a few of the others do look like they're listening. So that surprised me. Criticizing the owners, fair enough. You know, I think he's just basically saying what everyone wanted to hear. No, and it's done a lot in the. You know, it's actually got them to now consider a sale, and a sale is on sale process is ongoing. They are using Rain Group, the same guys, the same firm that basically sold Chelsea to Todd Bowley, and I think. As of this weekend, or last weekend, so I think it was the 18th or 19th of December, uh, Avram Glazer, supposedly, or Joel Glazer, one of them, basically went out to meet Dubai, uh, Saudi Arabia, and I think Qatar. Oh, okay. (laughs) To basically pitch, not, you know, to talk about how much they're, they're going for. Yeah. Um, because the Saudi Arabia one looks like it might be a government-led one, while Dubai could be a combination, and anything from Qatar will have to be from another public body. 
because they obviously have like a, a public private pension fund that owns um, mm. PSG. Oh, PSG. Mm. So it's it's a it's a oh, little bit crazy oh. at the moment what's going on. That that the, went well. The Saudis have Newcastle. The Saudis have Newcastle. But that's also some something else. So they're going to use another public body again. You think? Yeah, they want to use another public body. I think that the um, Saudi sports minister actually came out and said this. Mm. There's, a, there's an interview somewhere of him basically saying they are looking to buy another club. It shouldn't be allowed, but you can't do it. I'm not a fan. I, I don't think I want. I, I'm not a fan of the Saudis. Mm. Um, there's nothing against the people. I just don't like the way it's run. I don't like. Um, I think Dubai are in cahoots with them, Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi more than Dubai. I think Dubai I can, I can be okay-ish with, but they they are in cahoots with with Saudi Arabia and their the things they do. Yeah, it's all I'd say. And Qatar, I think we've all seen, we all know. After the World Cup, what's going on there? Yeah. So I mean, those those were fine, and I think he was just bang out of order with his comments about Ten Hag. I I agree. I think if if Ten Hag disrespected him, I f- you wait until you leave. In my opinion. Agreed. 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 And then he made some outlandish statements, basically saying that, "Oh, I don't mind if Arsenal win the league." At that point, he was just finished. I don't mind if Arsenal win the league either. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's. I think he was done anyway. It's the question is now. What? Quick, quick side away from the PL. Where do you think he's going to go? I, I'm not sure any Champions League club wants him, so I think he he's going to go to Saudi or some somewhere in the Middle East. Get that money. Been offered 200 million a year, but he can't go. That's the problem. Why? Well, he can go, but he can't go because it's obviously going to absolutely tarnish his reputation, entire image, and reputation. Because he's come out and basically said, oh, "I want to play for titles, Champions League, etc., etc." I, I don't think anyone can knock him because you can't predict how age is going to take you. No, but then I think at the same time he's. He's basically said this in the Piers Morgan interview as well. He thinks that he can go on. Yeah, and he's now apparently there's a report saying that he thinks he's going to play till Euro 24. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. He needs to understand. He, he's not retiring from the, the Portugal team. I don't, I, I don't think the, whoever the new Portugal manager is, I don't think picked him. But that's a different... I mean, they're going to drop him either. I think they'll let him reach 200 caps because he's about four away. Right, and then just not play him again. Maybe, maybe. But you also then have this point where the whole of Portugal, the whole of the world will go mental. Mm. Look at, honestly, how much Bruno backs him. That's a bit different. Because I I have a feeling that, personally, I think either, it's either going to be Ruben Diaz or Bruno Fernandes, the next captain of Portugal. I think Bruno takes it actually, but it depends who the manager is. So, 
Depends on the matchup. It's normally one. Of, it's going to be one of those two, in my personal opinion. Could be uh, Rui Patricio as well, or whoever they put. Whoever they play, that that was just this manager. You don't know the. Maybe the next one takes Rui back because Rui's been to South for like five years now. Still, still. I mean, I think I think that's that's what I'd say because I think a lot of those players, I think they'll also feel like they're going against him if they uh, if they do. Mm. And I think that's that's also going to be on their mind a little bit. Not sure. So, I also think as a global superstar, they're not going to want to. Because he's never going to come out and say about what he said about United. Yeah. But, you know, it is it is what it is. And you know, we talked about City. We've had a look at Wolves, who are basically Arsenal. mini Portugal. Yeah, Arsenal. We've had a look at mini Portugal and Wolves. Yeah. We've had a look at United. Uh, we think nine points, to be honest, keeping that top four position. Yeah, I, th- I think, although... I expect nine points. I wouldn't be surprised if they do drop points because all three teams that they're facing are in the relegation zone. And one also because we don't have the first choice team that we are going to play necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Even though Maguire had a good World Cup, I don't think he's a Ten Hag type player. So I think, I think United will struggle. But I, I do still think they get nine points. Ten Hag said, as long as he wants to play, he'll play. Yeah. So. But then okay. you have a look at you know. And how had him short left back. Mason Mount had a very average World Cup. How do you think he's gonna do Chelsea? How do you think Potter's gonna basically deal with the pressure that he's got right now? To be honest, I've I've never thought Mount was a great player. So I think Mount Mount just. Like he he finds a way to start. He, you know, like how Jacka used to start every game, even when he when he wasn't playing great. Oh, yeah. Mount has that type of aura to me, where he just plays because he he's he's a man. He's like kisses up to the manager. He like you know that does his thing. Maybe he's just one of those players that follows instructions. Yeah, I I I don't think he's. He's terrible, even though I've I've said that quite a few times watching him play for England. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, he's he's not terrible. I don't think I just don't think he's a world class player, and I don't think he would ever get to that stage. Of being a world class player, yeah. Okay. So I, I, th- I think he would he would do okay. I think coming back because Potter he's he's had some time with the team now. Sure, he's he's missing his goalkeeper. But they had no one in the World Cup final, so everyone's coming back. ZH had a great World Cup, so he he might come back with some confidence. Pulisic was pretty good as well. He might come back with some confidence. So Sterling I, I, is by average. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never rated Sterling. Although they, Chelsea did lose Broyer to an um, ACL, so they're going to have to start Aubameyang. That's not great. But what do you think about Havertz? Havertz. He scored three goals in the World Cup, didn't he? Two or three? three? I think I'm not sure. I think he got three. He's he scored two, he two against Costa Rica. Lost in the game they won. I mean, so he got two against Costa Rica. Yeah, no, no. I remember if he scored versus uh, Japan. Let me check. I don't think he did. He didn't score against Japan. It was right? in, in Gundogan. 
Yeah, so he scored only two. Yeah. Still two goals. Because he, he, he was terrible, to be honest, in, in the other game. The Japan game. He was not good. So I Where, do you see him? Where do you see him at Chelsea 11? Because I, I don't know. I think he came in as like this wonder boy. He's a good player. I sometimes. think, I think um, he's, he's a Potter type of player where Potter could get the best out of him. It's just whether he has the confidence now to actually do it. Because, yeah, he, he was meant to be a wonder boy. He cost almost 100 million for Chelsea. And I, I think I just think Potter's the type of manager who could get out of him because he he took McAllister from let's be real a nobody. Like now now he's one of the world's best midfielders. Obviously not world class, but you know, like he's up there. You've got uh I mean he's also twenty three. Yeah, you've so. got Trossard. Trossard's almost like thirty. Again, went from a nobody. Now he's one of the best attacking players in the Premier League. You've got Caicedo. Although Caicedo wasn't, he was a bit of a nobody, but you know, like Potter, Potter develops them more. He was being tra- he was being tracked already. Yeah, because he was at, he was actually ironically Yeah, and I can't believe they didn't lie. Mm. I mean, all all these targets went bad, but yeah, I get you. I th- I think I think Potter could make him work because I mean. Potter's made Lalano work. He's made Mitomo work. He's made. I don't think. The thing is, I don't think Lalana or Ings or any of these guys like left Liverpool. I don't think they were ever bad players. No, I'd, I, I don't think, think Lalana. They were just. Terrible. They were just injury prone. Yeah, and also Lalana's a bit old now, but he's made. He's made the main one. Yeah, I think he's made the main main man work as well. Uh, prices. So I, I, I think um, that guy works. If if any if anyone's gonna get the best out of Havertz, it's gonna be Potter, I think. But I don't know if you play him either. It's it's just a confidence issue for him, in my opinion. It's really nice. Where do you play him? Because they play that that formation with three at the back, right? Wing backs. Also good for for Brian. He he like his front three was a bit fluid. It wasn't really a front three either. It's like he just. Like he's played Trump. Well, I mean, look at look at them now. Okay, so they've got Aubameyang up front. Yeah. Which still don't think is that bad. Uh, Sterling mm. out wide. It's not good. I don't think Sterling. I don't think Sterling should play. But no, I don't think Sterling should play. They've got Pulisic. I think Pulisic should be playing. To be honest, Ziyech should also be playing. They are. They've got Havertz, Mount, who basically play the same position. Yeah, they've also just signed on Kunku pretty much for the summer. Yeah, I think it's going to be for the summer. Yeah, and Kunku are coming as well. So, I mean, how Habits do you basically these guys on the team? Well, I think something Havertz goals in the summer. I think. Do you? Yeah, I mean, if they're buying Kunku, he's going to just ride the bench. Kunku is pretty much pretty much guaranteed. It, it's I think Fabrizio Romano basically said that they have completed uh, like, the medicals. Like Kunku can probably play up front, but like that's also Havertz's position. Havertz is a, is a he can play up front like that. 
don't think he's a striker though. I don't think Seymour's a striker. He's a bit like a false nine. I don't even see him as that because I don't think I think he's better dropping in between midfield and attack. That position, that Bruno, not he's not the same runner as Bruno, but he's better there. I don't think he's great out wide. I don't think he's great as a. No, I don't. I don't think he's great out wide either. I think he's to me. He's that that traditional, not traditional, but he's more of a cam type player. Mm. He basically looks to me like a worse version of Mario Götze. Götze managed to play as a striker as well. Yeah, he's making it work now. Uh, Abbott's a little bit, but he sometimes to me. Because Goethe came in originally as what like a, a cam in a way, and yeah, it was him and, and him and Royce. Goethe was a different player. He was so good. Yeah, so this is this is what I see with with Havertz right now. I feel like he's being pushed into positions he shouldn't be. Yeah, no. uh, but no one knows where his best position is. So I think that's that's also the issue. I think he should know. He should know. And I think uh, for I me it's always he... been apparent that he's 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 pretty much that that link between attack and midfield. I, I disagree with what you said right there. Um sometimes players no. wouldn't know where their best position is because they've never tried it. He's played I... it though. He's played those positions. He's played four positions now. He's it's playing it constantly. Like I don't think it will be would have told you he'd he'd be a good box to box midfielder. No, but he's played four positions and he's had he's had what three seasons now? Three and a half? Yeah. Right. He's played quite a lot as a striker, but Germany as well. He knows he's not a striker. He's played out wide a fair few times. And uh Yeah, but people. remember he's playing these positions under different managers. Like No, but you know, right? You know when something I I I get what you're saying, but it's like Playing striker for like Arteta versus playing striker for Pep. Like they're both strikers, but they're going to be playing it very differently. You know, if you, if you come in as Tuchel and Potter, are very I say similar styles. Similar. Yeah, similar styles, right? Hmm. So you know, you know, you're not going to play out wide because you're not going to be able to do that wing back role. Yeah, you're not going to be able to necessarily. Because they they play effectively like a three four two one. You have like two just sat by the striker. Yeah. Tucked in and going out wide. Tucked in really. That also could work. That could work. But it's as soon as you get that get him to start drifting out wide, I think that's where he lacks his his uh, potency. Yeah. Uh, but Personally. Yeah, but they've got. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say about Chelsea. I think Potter's going to do okay with them coming back now because he's had more time with them. I think they they beat Bournemouth. Okay. I think they beat Forest, and I think they lose to City. And I think that that that's pretty decent results for them, considering who they're playing. I think they do lose to City. Yeah, I think they probably as long as they don't get hammered. Yeah. And I think the only way they don't get hammered is if they. Uh... Don't play if they if they play with proper wing backs. Hmm. Is Chilwell back? Think... Hmm? Chill well back for them? 
should be there. Because I think without Chill World, they're a much worse side. But... I agree. I agree. I mean, I, 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 I sometimes I always would suggest just playing with a full Don't force. This is where maybe he could be a bit more um, tactically savvy, is what I'd say about managers like these. I'd say this about Conte, I'd say this about Tupo, I'd say this about mm. uh, the ability to adapt a little bit. Yeah. Rather than asking Sterling and Pulisic to play wingbacks, change your formation to like a back four. But maybe he doesn't feel like he has the players for a back four. Probably make enough of a back four yeah. rather, than get, rather than asking Pulisic, because you, you saw the game against Brighton. Yeah. Pulisic and Sterling got asked to play wingback. Sterling didn't do awfully, but in, in any physical battle, is Sterling going to win? Probably not. You see, I think that it's a bit different because a fullback for Potter isn't like a proper defender. Like he's had Trossard play there. He's had he's he's had him, but Trossard Trossard also has. You look at Trossard and Solly March. They also have the defensive um, noose or nurse, whatever you want to say, whichever way you pronounce it. Um, defensive noose wow. to basically track back, hmm. which I don't think Pulisic is personally ever going to have. Mm, I, I think Pulisic could have it. I, I don't know. I, I don't yeah, think Sterling is that His career stalled. His career stalled at Chelsea. Mm. And I feel like everyone's career is stalled at Chelsea. Yeah. That's why, you know, when I look at like the, the German striker, Mukoko, yeah. being linked with it, I worry for him. Because he's 80 and he's probably one of the brightest talents in Europe. Mm. But, you know, Talking about London clubs, uh, the the last London club in the top six, Tottenham. What, what do you think about their fixtures? What do you think about how they're gonna do coming back from the break? So they've got Brentford away at, in the first game. They've got Aston Villa at home, and then they finish off Palace at home. I mean, Palace away. Three really tough games. So I think they personally, I think Brentford will be a tough game. I think they will do enough. Mm. But remember, they're, they're going to be about Romero because World Cup final. They're going to be about Yoris, World Cup final. Yeah. I'm, Romero. I think Paris. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been very good for Tottenham, I think. I don't know. The only other person he can play, and I think this is again one things where I'd say they need a bit more flexibility. He can only play with a back five or something. I, I also think per- Perisic might have a break because, uh, per- I mean, uh, the World Cup on- his World Cup only finished the day before the final, so. Maybe. But that's where you have um, Ryan Cessna coming in. I don't think Cessna is good. He loves him. And for some reason, he seems to be playing well for Conte. Because was, when Perisic plays wing-back, well, just when Perisic plays in general, Spurs are so much better. Of course, but he is, he's an experienced head. No. He's the other guy. Yes. Yeah. 
And and I think you know what I think Kane's not gonna come back that great because of that miss. I think I think it's gonna sit with him heavy. You think he's gonna fall away? I think yeah, I think that miss is gonna affect him a lot. So what what do you think then about Son? Son, I'm not sure. He he might get a bit slow to like start, but. I, th- I think he he'll get to his level again, but I, I just think Kane Kane's gonna take a while or a long time because in all likelihood this is probably his world his last World Cup. We'll play the next one too. He'll be thirty four. He'll be thirty yeah. He'll be thirty three. But what's it called? Is he gonna be? Because I, I don't think Southgate is gonna be managing them. But I think I think. He also play because I think even in four years' time, he will still probably be the best English striker. You think? I think so. I don't see anyone else close. And I think Tony. He'll be there, but I can't see him. I can't see him being there because he's only what two years younger. Three years younger. He'll be three years younger. Yeah, still three years younger. I can't see. Unless Harry Kane has like an injury or two, like big ones. You, you know, I can't see anyone taking that spot from him for the next couple of years. You see what if, if Kane Kane's not quick. He he's 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 a smart player, but when no, but he can do he can do so much more. That's the thing. Because like when he plays for England, he's playing so deep he can't get back into the box. It's it's he kind of reminds me of uh, Lacazette for Arsenal, where he he's linking up play so deep, but then no one's in the box because obviously he can't make it back into the box. I think that's where he relies on like the Sterlings, the Sackers, the Rashfords. The so I think, I think because he's he's doing that job that effectively the midfielder should be. Yeah, because if you look at if you look at basically Southgate's players, mm-hmm. players he plays in midfield. Yeah. He goes with Declan Rice. Yeah. Sometimes he goes with Calvin Phillips as well, which I think is a mistake. But he'll go with Declan Rice, normally a Henderson or somebody, and a Bellingham. Yeah. So if you look at, and this is obviously no disrespect to him because he's only going to get better, someone like a Bellingham. Bellingham, to me, is a ball carrier. Mm-hmm. He's not that guy who's going to make that pass. Distribution, yeah. He's, he's not distribution. He's not, he's not that guy. He's not ball scores. He's not the. Lampard, he's not the Gerard. He's not going to make that ball. Yeah, I don't think Henderson. Henderson has done it a few times, but I don't think he is the consistent one. So, best examples you can use in in for us clubs, especially, is the Bruno Fernandez, the Christian Eriksen, the Martin Odegaard. Yeah, and even now, to an extent, the Xhaka. The Xhaka. He's not. Neither of those players are those guys they're not going to make that that pass so yeah. who is your best passer in the team realistically it's him yeah i get that i get that that's the issue he's got so either he finds basically another midfielder who can play instead of somebody like henderson mm. who can make has that passing ability so whether that is this is you know a risk of being a bit unbalanced because it would probably create an imbalance um is a Madison. All right, all right, hear me out. This might sound ridiculous, but I think the only way Kane makes it to another World Cup for England is if he drops like like a Rooney, 
Like he starts playing a bit deeper. He some someone's ahead of him. He has Tony up front, and he's like you know, because his defensive work rate work rate is really good. I think he can play in midfield. So I think that's the only way they do it because. With him up front, especially with Southgate, so if if we have a better manager for the next World Cup, you know may, maybe he does play because he can make him work like a Giroud, but I don't see it happening. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't see any any issues with him being able to drop back. Maybe he plays slightly behind the striker. Yeah, I don't see him not being striker in that World Cup personally at this moment in time. Unless he falls off quite a quite a bit, mm. but I think having that that player, he needs he needs effectively somebody who's a passer with a good work rate. Yeah, in that and that's what they're they're trying to find at the moment. People thought the answer might be Madison. But the question is, does Madison have that work rate? Well, we we have to wait for a new manager so we can actually see Madison play. <laughs> <laughs> So, leave it in a minute either. All right. So, uh, how, how many points do you think Spurs get from those three games? Again, Brentford, at, Brentford at home, Brentford's Brentford's at home, Aston Villa's away, so Tottenham's at home, and then Palace, Palace at home. I think they scrape three against Palace. Okay. Villa, they're what home away. Yeah. So Tottenham's at home versus Villa. See, because I, I look at that front three, who is realistically, it's going to be, he's got Kulisevsky, mm-hmm. who's had a break now. Yeah. He's got Son, who has found a little bit of form again. Yeah. He's got Kane, who is still their star player, mm-hmm. along with Son. And you've had Richarlison, who's actually come up to the back of a very good World Cup. Right. Benton Core had a very decent World Cup. Um, I see them scraping past Villa two one. Okay. And Brentford. Brentford away is the only one that I think might be a draw, but it depends. Mm. Brentford a bit hot and cold. I I think Brentford beats Spurs two 0 I think the problem I have with them is is the fact that, or at least it always feels they're heavily reliant on Ivan Tony. Yeah, I mean, the days where Tony has an off day are the days where Brentford seems to struggle with it. I, I, I think he'll, he'll, he'll be on it for Spurs. I think that's Villa. I think they'll struggle, but I, I think they draw that game because again, <laughs> Villa's got a bit, a bit of a bounce, <clears throat> and then Palace, Palace at home. Palace are a good team. It might it might be Palace a bit biased. Win. It might be a bit biased, but I think Palace win that as well. I think Spurs <laughs> only get a point. Big Patrick Vieira. Big Patrick Vieira. He hates Spurs, and that's that's all that matters. Oh, I was watching him on TikTok the other day, actually. Vieira. But I don't watch. I don't watch TikTok. I don't have TikTok. But I was yeah. watching him on. Uh, there is actually a TikTok account which I know you're running, but he has. Um, Crystal Palace have like cheerleaders. Oh, yeah. And they have a uh, a TikTok account. Mm-hmm. So they were practicing some dance or something, and in the middle of the dance, Patrick Vieira walks in. The goal. 
<laughs> it's just the most awkward thing. And then I think he gets someone called is it Jamal Richards. What's it called? Um, cool. So, <coughs> l- last team in the top six, Liverpool. Let's just go through their fixtures quickly. So they've got even a top six team. Easily, still, like sure the season now. But are they? Are they? <laughs> That's That's my opinion. Absolutely, for in my opinion, but they're still, uh... they're still in there. <laughs> They've, they've got Villa I, away. They've got Leicester at home. And they've got Brentford away. What do you think? I think the only one they'd probably... I think you know what? They win all three. You think they win all three? I think they win all three. I agree, actually. I think they'll, they'll be on, on, a, on a bit of a bounce. Not just that. They've, the place haven't been anywhere. Yeah. And I was, I was just about to say... They've got no one that that went deep into the World Cup. Nunez got grouped. Yeah, Thiago Camino didn't, didn't even make it. Salah didn't go. Camino didn't even make it. Can- Canate didn't get any game time for some reason. Although he's easily France's like four games, you know? he's easily France's four best games. defender. Easily, for him uh, to be dropped to Upa Meccano, that's a joke. If I'm being honest, know best defender, but he he should have played ahead of Meccano. Easily, but if you look at like. If you look at the... He played about five games, actually. Really? I was thinking about it. Four games. He played four games. They haven't played in their most important game, which is very silly. Well, I can understand why he wanted to play Paul McCartney. I don't see this, but... Varane is his mainstay. Varane has been... Yeah. France's mainstay for the last 10 years. Yeah, sure. 11 years. Canate is easily... Still their best defender, if I'm being honest. That that game he had against Morocco was ridiculous. He was good against Morocco, but I, I don't ridiculous. know. I don't see it with him. But then you look at like if you just look at Liverpool, I think they should be winning. Yeah, I agree. If they don't walk away with nine points, they're they're pretty poor. I th- I, th- I think maybe they might draw to like um Brentford or um Villa, but I think... if they draw, if they draw, they might as well walk away from the, from their supposed transfers for Enzo for Enzo uh, Fernandez and Jude Bellingham. Is there's, there's I mean, I say this, but as you can tell, I really don't like Liverpool. Um, mm, that's they fair. are they are clowns. That's, it makes sense. I don't like Spurs. I think at this point, you're. I hate I hate Liverpool. But I think at this point you're probably going to have another excuse at some point. If Klopp, honestly, if Klopp pulls out the World Cup excuse at any point in these three games, very. I don't think you are. I don't think you are. I promise you, if if Klopp, if Klopp pulls out that World Cup excuse, this next episode I am going to go in on Klopp. His best players to see that they even go. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Firmino didn't go. Exactly. So if he pulls out that World World Cup excuse. I promise you this. I will. We'll do a next episode. We'll do an episode. If you want, I'll even do a twenty-minute special about how Klopp <laughs> is a clown. But that's another matter. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, um, to to finish this episode off, I think we we have to talk about Newcastle. Newcastle. I mean, we t- we touched on them briefly earlier. 
I think we just have to say that. Look, we, we got to give Leicester them away. treatment. I mean, Bruno went to the World Cup, and that's that's pretty much it. Callum Wilson. Yeah. Right. And uh, nobody else went. Nope. Willock didn't go, obviously. Yeah, Armand didn't go. Trippier, he, he, he didn't play the last three games, so it's fine. Yeah, and Pope went, but he didn't do anything. Botman didn't go. Very, very silly that they left him. I think Shaw went for Switzerland. Yeah, Fabian Shea, yeah, he did. Sure. But that, that's I think the one thing, the one thing that, well, Netherlands have, Netherlands always had a depth in a centre-back. I, st- I still think Botman should have gone. They had Botman, they had Timber, they have Delit, they have Van, Van Dijk, they have Ake. That's, I mean, Ake does play left back, so I understand that. But I, I, I don't know. Delit didn't even expect to go. Yeah. He just basically, he basically implied in one of the interviews that um, Van Hal hates him. <laughs> <laughs> Who who does Van Hal like? Very weird manager. Daily Blind. All right, I love Daily Blind. Anyway, moving on. So, ha, who who do you think? I mean, not who do you think? How many points do you think Newcastle get from those three games? I think they beat Leicester. Yeah. I think the coming is. I think Rogers leaves at the end of the season. Maybe. Mm, I think I think so too. I, not, not I think it's too expensive for them. Yeah, I think it's too expensive for them to sack him now. He was also basically there's a there's a, a thing somewhere. He was the third most expensive manager in history now, or fourth. You see, the... behind um, behind now Potter, mm-hmm. behind Nagelsmann. So I think Nagelsmann was he cost buying like twenty five million. Oh. <laughs> and third one I think was Villas Boas. Oh, went to Chelsea. Yeah, I mean he was undefeated when he left. So, so he he I think they were the three three more most expensive signings, like yeah. from a manager perspective. The, and then then comes uh, Brendan Rodgers. If I'm being honest, I don't think Brendan Rodgers is at fault for Leicester at the moment. I think it's just poorly managed because they they brought no one no one in the summer. They've also said no. They've also come out and said we don't have money to to put. Yeah, I mean they they just got eighty million for for Fana, and they they invested like ten million back to get a defender. I mean, yeah, yes. But yeah, I I think yeah, Newcastle beat Leicester comfortably. Mm-hmm. I think versus um, Arsenal. Let's talk about Leeds first, because you know that that's the, oh, sorry, Leeds, that's yeah. the game for someone. <laughs> I think they smash Leeds. I think they smash Leeds. Leeds as well. If Callum Wilson's playing, I think that they smash Leeds. I think Isak should be back. I don't know. Mm. I think the Arsenal game is going to be the best game that week, and I'm not going to give a score prediction because <clears throat> you don't know how these teams are going to come back from after the break. Like I give that. It's, it's a bit gonna different be, with like United beating like the small teams, not not small, but the relegation teams or Arsenal beating the relegation teams. I can see, I can see it being all one. Yeah, I can see that as well. 
because we we don't know if Almond's gonna carry his form. We don't know if I think Saka's gonna carry his form because he was just playing. But Almond's form, mm. uh, Saint Maxima, Wilson. Yeah, I think they're gonna be comfortable. I think probably seven points, maybe. Um, six or seven. Six or seven. Uh, so yeah, I think, and then finally, might as well last last quick two minutes, last minute even uh-huh. top four prediction for the end of the season. I think Arsenal still win it. I think City come second. <laughs> I think United. United top four. I'm not sure if they're third or fourth, and I think Liverpool third or fourth as well. I think Tottenham drop out. Tottenham drop out. Yeah. Okay. What about you? I'm going for a City win. I think they they just. I think they canter away at this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know why you said Arsenal, but I think they canter away City. <laughs> That's right. Um, I think having no striker is also going to. I mean, I don't. I never expected Arsenal to win the league. Yeah. I think taking this this fall is is very good. From them, at least, um, have a feeling that second Arsenal. Uh, I think Arsenal come second. I think okay. I'd put Spurs to come third. You know, I, I, I can understand it. I, I just don't think they've been playing that good. Do you think they are? And that, that the problem I have is they're a little bit around their midfield. Yeah, simply I, I, because. I, of they, I just think Kane's going to come back not great after that because that that's a lot of I think he just might be driven at this point because he's probably going to win want to win a trophy. He can win the trophy leaving. He's not. He's not. He's not going to get Bayern. You never know. He's we won't get to Bayern. <laughs> um, he'll go anywhere else, but you won't get to Bayern. Okay. So I think, I think, not Spurs. You know, I've got it. There is a shout for United third, Liverpool fourth as well. Yeah, I um, think Klopp might be able to turn it around now. Sad as that makes me, I'd rather have Spurs in the top four than Liverpool. Yeah, and I'd I'd keep Newcastle in, but again, um, because like their team is pretty thin. You 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 never know if they're even going to keep performing at that same level. They are. They are buying. They are buying. They've, the weirdest rumor I think I've seen this week is uh, uh, Newcastle linked with uh, Kavarachskelia. He's called the guy from Napoli. Oh yeah, I, I think I, I saw that on Twitter. Wild. <laughs> if if Newcastle don't like fumble in January, they're locked in for top four. Newcastle, Newcastle genuinely have had some very very good links in the past. You know, they they made a bid for. Or like they had serious discussions with Gonzalo Ramos as well. They're they're, they're a big club, and they've been. And this is this is after they signed Isak. This is after they signed Isak as well. No, they're they're a big club, and and now that they're the richest club in the world, you know, it's whatever. But... Wolves have signed. Wolves have signed Matias Cunha. Oh, dude, it's done. It's pretty much done. Yeah, yeah I forgot to, forgot to mention this earlier. He's a couple of days ago, but 40 to 50 million euros oblig- uh, option to buy. 40 to 50? Sorry, obligation to buy. Oh. Damn. Loan with 40 to 50 million euros obligation to buy. That's a lot for a player who doesn't really play. 
Yeah. I mean, they want 100 United mil for Felix. United to extend the contracts for Shaw, Rashford, Dallow, Fred. Makes sense. Uh, they have really good World Cups as well. But, yeah. This goes free. But yeah, hopefully we will come back after the uh, after the new year. Um, so whoever's listening, wish you a very merry Christmas. And, and hopefully a... Arsenal's still top and a happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, wishing you a very merry Christmas and a happy new year. Sadly, Arsenal will be top at, at Christmas. Um, if you have in, in enjoyed, please do uh, give us a subscribe. Uh, leave a rating please leave a rating five star rating would be lovely (laughs) on um, Spotify and Apple and hopefully we will come back to you again soon with another episode uh, in the new year I'm out Uh, uh,